Hello and welcome to Triforce Trends, the podcast where I talk about all things Zelda. If you enjoy the content, please support me by subscribing to the show on whichever app you're listening on. And please don't forget to check out the YouTube channel by searching Triforce Trends. Hello everyone and welcome back to the channel. I hope that you're doing well. It's extremely hard to believe that it's almost been two holy years since we were first given a sneak peek of the sequel to The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Of course I've talked about this game an absolute ton and I'll give it a rest sorta soon, but today I wanted to talk about exactly why we should all be excited for Breath of the Wild's sequel, even still. We all know by now that it is extremely hard to keep the hype up for so long without even having so much as an actual glimpse at the game, or even really the story at all. It's even more mysterious as a normal new Zelda game, since it is a real direct sequel rather than a completely different game. Some of the questions here could be, how is the game going to start? How does Ganondorf wake up from his slumber? What is the arm in the trailer? Why is Zelda's hair so short? Okay, let's back it up a bit, maybe a little bit besides the point. The point of this intro right here though is that I've seen a large amount of people who have officially basically given up with trying to be hyped for Breath of the Wild 2. And as much as I think that everyone can do whatever they want, I also think that with more time passing, this is an increasingly weak mindset, as you've already been waiting a ton of time anyway. But you know what? They can do whatever they want. But here today, in this video, I'd like to form a little list of reasons why, two years later, you should still be excited for the sequel to Breath of the Wild. So, let's get into my points. First of all, I don't really understand why people would get off the hype train straight after the newest Nintendo Direct. This isn't everyone who's getting less excited for the game, but a ton of people who played Breath of the Wild as their first game in the series became real Zelda fans. This message is to those fans in particular. Fueling our wait for the confirmed sequel to Breath of the Wild is the port of The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD. Honestly, I personally don't like this game as much as the rest of the 3D games, but you know what? It's still an extremely solid game. Please do not miss out on this game. If you do not have a Wii and want to be able to play one of the old style linear Zelda games, this might even be the best place to start really. I adore Majora's Mask, Ocarina of Time, Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, but here are some reasons why Skyward Sword is a perfect game for the wait for the sequel to Breath of the Wild. First of all, and something that Nintendo seems to be incorporating into the marketing of the port is that an absolute boatload of the biggest and most innovative features in Breath of the Wild were started in this game. I mean, look, this was the start of upgrading items, even if it was only armor in Breath of the Wild. It was the first look at stamina in a Zelda game, even if it was slightly less pronounced than in Breath of the Wild. And even though this is a much smaller change, I think it's still important enough to talk about. The sailcloth from Skyward Sword is really the framework for the paraglider. We saw as much as the sailcloth was originally used as the paraglider in footage from the Game Awards back in 2016. Which means that, even though the Deku Leaf had already been used for a similar use in the past, I think it might be of significance that the sailcloth was actually used originally. Maybe it was a simple callback or really it was an overarching point to the story, and to be honest we may never know. My point with Skyward Sword HD is that there is a real chance that realistically the story may link with Breath of the Wild more than we've seen with most games. The amount of references to Fear the Master Sword in the original Breath of the Wild was almost staggering, and even playing Skyward Sword for the first time will give you slightly more understanding in that department. So we've established that Skyward Sword is a great investment for newer Zelda fans who do not have a Wii. I say that since a $60 port is maybe a bit much, though I haven't got as much of a problem with it as most people seem to. The next part of the Direct that I think we should probably be more excited for than ever is the part where Alnuma said that we'll be getting some form of Breath of the Wild 2 news this year. Some people took this as a negative and only a negative. Well, I took this as a negative at first, but as more time goes on, more positives seem to enlighten me. So let's start off with the first and most obvious positive. 
we actually have genuine confirmation that we're going to see the game sometime this year. Of course, we have all expected as much for a while, and this by itself maybe wouldn't have even been that much of a positive. But let me give you another reason I'm slightly more excited now. This is going to be a lot of speculation, so please do bear with me, but here I go. There have been countless Switch Pro rumours going around for the past couple of years now. Well, recently we were given a report, not a rumour, a report, of some of the resources that Nintendo have been buying up more recently. These were OLED 7-inch screens and other chips and the like, so that we could have at least have some insight on the specs of the supposed new system. And this got me thinking about the sequel as most things Nintendo do. Alnumera stated that they do not have anything to show us. Now, it's been about four years since Breath of the Wild's release, and I'd be surprised if it hasn't been at least three years since Breath of the Wild 2 was first staged and put up for production. At least to me, this says that there must have been at least something to show us by now. Especially since the game is probably using mostly the same engine as the original game. There has to be at least something to show us. So my personal theory is that Breath of the Wild 2 will release at the same time as a potential Switch Pro. And I also think that they'll try and market the Switch Pro with the sequel an absolute ton. Like it'll be the best way to play the newest game in the Zelda series. Which at least makes me think that the Switch Pro and the full Breath of the Wild 2 reveal will be coming extremely soon. In fact, I think that we're in the final stages of waiting now. If anything, I believe that this is truly the time to be hyped for the game, since the next Nintendo Direct would be around... give or take E3 time, probably. Whether Nintendo joins in a potential digital E3 or Summer Game Fest is yet to be seen, but I will say that now that the Directs are back, I would be very surprised if they skip out on doing a Direct in one of the best times of the year for announcements in the gaming industry. I mean, during the reveal of Age of Calamity, Alnuma even said that we'll be getting news kind of soon, or sort of soon, I forgot what his exact word wording was, I think it was a bit longer to wait. To me, that says that they had, they do have something for us, but never mind, let's get into my next point. My next reason why you should still be ecstatic for the sequel to Breath of the Wild is the whole reason why I decided to make a video on this concept. So let's talk about it. Ocarina of Time came out on the 21st of November 1998. The sequel to that game, known as Majora's Mask, came out a mere year and a half later, on the 27th of April, on the turn of the millennium, the year 2000. While I personally think that Majora's Mask has some of its own problems in the form of the dungeons, there is no denying that Majora's Mask has an absolute cult following. If people enjoy Majora's Mask, they really enjoy that game. Of course, a lot of people were very mixed on certain aspects in the original game, especially the time system. But again, there is no denying that the inclusion of the time mechanic only added to the overall immersion of the game, even though it did add a bit of anxiety to some players at times. Every single NPC had its own time schedule and it had some of the best side quests in any Zelda game and it's possibly one of the best games I've ever played atmospherically. That game reused a lot of assets and was made in almost exactly a year and a half. Considering how long it takes game developers to create games nowadays, that is an insane number and you know what? We can go even further into this if we want to. So now we know when Majora's Mask was released and how about the next game in the series? The Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker. This came out in December 2002, and while it seems extremely obvious that some parts of this game were rushed in comparison to Majora's Mask, that really should be expected from a game that only took two and a half years to develop. The engine, puzzles, art style, dungeons, all of them were made in that time. And you know what? Just as Majora's Mask does, this game also has a ridiculously large fanbase. Maybe not in recent years, but... The Zelda team have done crazy things with relatively little time, especially in asset reusing sequels like in the case of Majora's Mask. 
So think about this. What do we know about Breath of the Wild 2 so far? Well, realistically, it's very little, but we do know that the Zelda team were aiming to have it to be darker than Majora's Mask, and through the teaser that we've seen at the minute, the game looks to play out similarly to a horror story. And what is the biggest argument for being excited for this game? Well, assuming the game has been in development for longer than three years, as I discussed earlier, then that is already considerably longer than both Majora's Mask and Wind Waker. This can mean one of two things, or it could mean both of them. They could be zeroing in on dungeons, as it seems a lot of people had specific issues with them in particular. And, I mean, of course I do. I mean, look at last week's video. And it also means that they're concentrating on making an even more immersive world than the first game, which only spells out good things for us fans. And if we get anything close to a Majora's Mask sequel with even better dungeons and even more of them, or even a Twilight Princess combination with Breath of the Wild, then that is more than I could ever ask for. So what has personally got you hyped for Breath of the Wild 2? Let me know down in the comment section, and of course, thank you all for watching this video so, so much. If you enjoyed, then please do like and subscribe, as those things help me out more than you could ever know. The people that you can see on screen right now are some of the best people in the world, and Sumji in particular is one of the best people on the world, hands down. All of these people help me to keep on going with the channel, as new equipment would never come in without them. So if you'd like to join all of these amazing people on screen, then please do look down in the description of my Patreon. You can join them for as little as £1 a month, or $2 a month, I believe. So yeah, check that in the description, and also down in the description is my Discord, my Twitter, my Instagram, and my Twitch. I'm really trying to zero in on the Discord at the moment, as I really want to be able to play a load of games with you guys, so please do go and join everything if you can to keep up with me thank you for listening to that episode if you enjoyed it please hit the subscribe button on your podcast app to make sure you never miss an episode and don't forget to check out my youtube channel of course there's loads of zelda content waiting for you just search triforce trends thank you for listening